and welcome to the Not Your Type podcast, aimed to uplift and empower everyone in the diabetic community, from supporters to professionals, and of course, those living with it. Hello, and welcome back to the Not Your Type podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Gothi, Miss Iowa 2023. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for being so welcoming and warm and inviting to my brother on last time's episode. I know it's been a while, And I am very appreciative that you are bearing with me and are patient while Miss Iowa life is hectic. More on that in a little bit. But I want to first thank my brother for joining me. I know that he is a little more introverted than I am. And to have him entertain some of my ideas is always appreciated. And not to mention the fact that he is so open to sharing his story so early on in his diabetes journey. When I was first diagnosed, I knew I wanted to advocate, but I was quickly beaten down by the bullies and the naysayers at school who didn't fully understand what I was going through. So thank you, Zach, for being so open and brave, sharing your story and sharing our story. Now I'm going to thank you once again for bearing with me and being patient. Miss Iowa Life is quite unique. It is new every single day, which I love, and I'm still trying to get used to, in all honesty. I'm used to routines. I'm used to, as a teacher, having structure every single day. So to have it be different is, of course, a change for me, but as fellow people with diabetes know, we are adaptable. Now, a little snapshot into being Miss Iowa, because I want to keep you updated during this once-in-a-lifetime year and dream of mine. I have traveled more than 16,000 miles in about three and a half months all across the state and even to six other states to advocate for type 1 diabetes, to meet people of the diabetes family and community. I was recently just in Chicago a few days ago for their one walk, and it was so amazing to see how even people from a neighboring state are so welcoming and excited to see me on the Miss America stage. So shout out to the Chicago One Walk team for having me, letting me sing the anthem for literally thousands of people. How cool is that? And for, of course, always being inviting. I love my diabetes family so, so much. Speaking of Miss Iowa and Miss America, As more details come up, I would love to share the Miss America competition. It will be happening in 2024. We don't have a date set yet, but we find out so very soon. Trust me, I am on the edge of my seat waiting along with you with bated breath. But going along with the theme of Miss America, this week we have a very, very special guest. I am still internally screaming. I had the opportunity to sit down with none other than Miss America 1999, Nicole Johnson, who was the first person with diabetes and so far only person with diabetes to win the Miss America crown. I often joke, of course, until me, I will be the second. We'll see about that. It'd be pretty sweet as this year is her 25th anniversary of being crowned Miss America, and she also openly showed her insulin pump. It actually fell almost out of her dress because she was jumping up and down when her name was called, but we had a very great discussion about being Miss America, being a person with diabetes, and the work that she has done and continues to do. I am so excited to share this short conversation. We privately spoke about so many other topics, and she is now not only a role model and true inspiration from my 14 years in this organization, but now a mentor and a friend. Nicole, thank you so much. 
I sincerely hope you enjoy this conversation. I'm joined by Miss America 1999, Nicole Johnson, my biggest role model in the Miss America world. I want you to start by saying how it feels to celebrate your 25th anniversary of being crowned Miss America. Wow. I'm, I'm delighted to be with you and I'm very proud of all that you are accomplishing and um, excited to see all the things that you have yet to accomplish that are before you. Um, it is very interesting to look back 25 years because it feels some ways like it was yesterday and the other ways it feels like it was a totally different person that became Miss America. But um, the, the thing that has been emotional for me in the last few days as I've been looking at pictures and enjoying stories that folks are recounting um, to me has been uh, what a privilege and what an honor and a blessing to have been able to have made a difference. And that difference is defined differently based on the, the person and their experience. But I have met thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people with diabetes, um, given lots of presentations, lots of speeches, hugged lots of people. Um, many people have worn the crown, you know, all of these kinds of things. Um, the connection, though, that weaves through it all is that there's always been the theme that dreams are possible opportunity is there for you, uh, that your circumstances do not take away opportunity. Your perspective is what influences that. And, you know, I'm grateful that I had a strong foundation, a strong faith, and like this determination or this mental kind of discipline that I was always saying, why or why not? Or no, I don't believe that. I believe this. And um, so that inherent belief and possibility is what has pulled me through 25 years since Miss America, 30 years since diagnosis with type one through lots of lots of twists and turns on the journey. I saw one of your social media posts where you talked about the people that you've taken with you that still have impacted you meeting them when you were either competing for Miss America or you became Miss America and the support, overwhelming support from the diabetes community is something I'm experiencing and something that I am so appreciative of. And it's just so beautiful to see how your legacy continues to live on, not just for myself, but for so many people living with diabetes. It's really amazing. Not to mention you had a post as well. This quote stuck with me. You said, you proved that the impossible was possible. And that's exactly how I felt going into Miss Iowa, being the first person that we know of to be a Miss Iowa living with diabetes. It's people like you who are showing that we can make those yeah. things that seem impossible or out of reach finally happen. And it's a huge win for our community. It's it's very true. And there's lots of examples, lots of role models all throughout our culture um, in diabetes and in other, you know, circumstances. For me, um, I recall going to a presentation where Heather Whitestone um, was, was giving a speech and talking about her profound deafness. And it, that's when the light bulb went off for me. I thought, well, if she can do it, then I, there's no reason for me not to try. Um, so my obligation is to always try. You know, I, and I tend to think that that's what God expects of us. He gives us skills and gifts and, um, 
and talents, right? He expects us to try, let him do the rest. Um, and that's kind of how I approached it. And that's how I've approached everything else in life, honestly, is that I will do my part. I will train my brain. I will, you know, train my uh, skills and talents and whatever else it might be. Uh, and then have faith that uh, anything can happen. And I know you're a vocalist. I'm also a vocalist. What yes. song did you sing for Miss America when you won? Mm, I sing Frank Sinatra's That's Life. Good. What are you going to sing? I don't know if I'm oh. going to reveal that publicly yet. But yes, I think I'm this, sorry. It's pretty good. It's basically about persevering to achieve your dream, which I think Perfect. is exciting for both of us. So, but good, good song choice. I love that. <laughs> Well, I chose it for that reason of it says, you know, when you get knocked down, that you get right back up and keep running the race. Um, those words really resonated with me. And um, I wanted to have a, that theme throughout everything that I did at Miss America. I totally relate. That's how I'll be going into Miss America as well. Now, <laughs> can you share a little bit more about how Miss America set up the rest of your career because you still work in diabetes and you have done so much since being crowned. So can you give us a little more about life during and after? Yeah, how all that happened. Um, absolutely. So uh, Miss America very much was a stepping stone, you know, as everyone anticipates that it may be. Um, although it's always up to the individual to take the steps. Um, and so my choices were a little bit different than other people's choices. I didn't go um, down a path of Hollywood or, you know, uh, a music career, things like that. I chose um, to continue to do public speaking for the first several years uh, after completing my time because I enjoyed that engagement with the medical community and the community of people with diabetes. And so I traveled the world, um, working with all kinds of different partners, teaching about diabetes. And I quickly realized that I wanted more education. And so I went back for my second master's degree and this time it was in public health so that I could get some more of that foundational knowledge and academic discipline around community science, behavioral science. Those were the things that were really resonating with me. And um, post that degree, I then uh, went and, and made a choice to go work in academia to run a, a community health program and a research program. And while in that program, I decided that I wanted to get another degree. And that's how I um, got my doctoral degree in public health. So everything like was kind of building on top of each other. I could have never predicted how it would all play out. But when I look backwards, it all makes sense. You know, I have a master's degree in communications, so I became a good communicator and a strong writer I um, and had a career in that field. I then gained solid um, academic discipline around public health and community science, behavioral health, did academic research in that universe. And then I left academia and moved into nonprofit where I worked for JDRF for many years, running a piece of their research portfolio focused on psychology and behavior and diabetes. And then the last several years, I've been working at the American Diabetes Association. And this time, my role is um, very administrative and operations driven. And that's another building block in me trying to put together all the pieces of skill sets that I want to have mastery in. 
And so I play a role in all kinds of things at the ADA from thinking about research and science to organizing big opportunities for the organization. And in fact, um, I just wrote a big multi-million dollar grant around diabetes prevention that was awarded um, to the ADA, which I'm very proud of. So if you stay open to the opportunities, um, the world will give you so much. And I don't know what's next in my future, but uh, I'm so grateful for everything that has come and for where I am right now. Well, I apologize first for not saying Dr. Nicole Johnson. <laughs> That's okay. I apologize because, oh my goodness, that is so amazing. I'm an educator. So any education, whether it is post-secondary, getting your undergrad or going on to get four degrees is something I, of course, promote. And I'm so excited to hear that you used your scholarship to- Every single penny. <laughs> As you should, as you should. That's so amazing. And the work you're doing with the ADA, I mean, the American Diabetes Association is, is it the largest organization for yes. diabetes across the, the country? In the world. Um, it, it is the largest. We have a, an incredible portfolio of research, incredible body of volunteers and clinicians and scientists that we work with. It's it's really magnificent. And you know, it's funny, when I look back 25 years ago at Miss America, they were there. Um, the ADA was there supporting me in a part of that journey, as was JDRF, although um, they were called JDF back then. Um, so these partners have been a part of my life since pre-Miss America all the way until now. So amazing. I, I know you don't have a whole lot of time left. So one more question that I want to ask is, uh, what advice would you give someone who has just received a new diagnosis or maybe has a loved one that has just received a diagnosis? Everybody is at a different place emotionally and psychologically. So, you know, the first thing is to acknowledge that and to recognize that you didn't do anything wrong to receive this diagnosis. Um, and it's uncomfortable. You don't have to like it. Um, it. It can be painful at times and can hurt your heart. It can hurt your mind. Uh, and that's okay. Um, but there's a but to it. There is a community of people, millions and millions strong, that live with diabetes in its various forms. And all of those people understand. Um, so no matter what a person's feeling in this moment, you can know that I've been there too. Alyssa, you've been there too, right? We've been at the lowest of lows. We've been at the highest of highs, figuratively and <laughs> in, re in reality. Um, We've been completely frustrated and we felt like, you know what, I can do it. And at the end of the day, that day was just that day. And you have tomorrow to start all over again. And no day prior to today dictates what tomorrow holds. So it's up to you to decide. So every morning I get up and I decide I'm going to own today. Today is going to be a great day. Diabetes does not um, is not in charge of my world today. I'm in charge of my world. And my decisions will um, dictate what kinds of opportunities 
you know, I'm afforded. So just knowing that you have that ability, that that power rests in you, but also that partnership is important. And when you walk through life with a condition like this, so partnership, what I mean by that, family, friends, people in the diabetes community, healthcare professionals, finding people you trust, that you can show them your heart, wherever it may be at this moment in time, and that they will love you and say, I've got you and let's, let's approach tomorrow together. That is the secret. That's the secret to succeeding. And then for me personally, the other secret for me has been that I have a deep faith um, and my faith allows me to see the world uh, not for its deficits, but for its opportunities. So I believe God has a purpose I believe that I am walking in that purpose. I believe he is not done with me at this point in time or not done with me yet, right? And that fuels my ability to say no. <laughs> no to the negativity, no to the, you know, inflexibility or the the things that creep into my heart and mind. So those are the pieces that I put together as my building blocks of survival and success with this condition. Um, and they have served me well. That was so beautiful. I think I needed to hear that too, but oh. thank you so much. And I'm just so grateful for you meeting with me today and the work that you've done the past, well, 25 years since yeah. Business America. I mean, you are impacting so many people and I'm just one. As you will do as you will do too. So um, you're very sweet to ask me questions here, but you know it, it, it's you are on a pathway to success. So um, believe it, manifest it in your imagination. Your dreams will come true. They will. It may not be what you expected it to be. It'll be even better. Thank you so very much to Nicole Johnson, Miss America 1999, for joining me. I cannot express my gratitude enough. This was quite literally a dream come true of mine. I am still so in shock that I got to do this, that this is my life and this dream that I'm living out, and that I get to represent people with diabetes, not only in Iowa, but have that potential for the entire nation. I'm so, so endlessly grateful. Make sure to go check out Nicole's organization, the Empowerment Foundation. You can find more information on some of the work Nicole has done with her family for diabetes. And you also might see my face on the website as she has given me a scholarship. There is a whole other post on my Instagram and Facebook all about that, at Miss America IA. Make sure to check me out on socials. Make sure to follow Nicole and her work and all the things that the American Diabetes Association is doing because they are truly leaders in the world of diabetes. Again, thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you, listeners, for supporting this amazing mission and dream. And thank you to the Miss America organization for making people like me possible. Until next time.